You're listening to For the Republic, a love letter to Star Wars animation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to For the Republic, a love letter to Star Wars animation. We are on, it is officially the aftermath of Star Wars Celebration. It is crazy that it's already come and gone. Unfortunately, none of us were able to be there for no. the convention itself. We, <laughs> we all just went from FOMO depression to post-celebration post depression. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's bad. Exactly it's that. really bad. Uh, but Andrew and Don are here with... Special guest back again on the pod. First time since Andor. It is Mo. How are you today? I'm exhausted. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even get out of my bed for celebration this morning, and I'm exhausted just from the past four days. It's been a lot. I, I did the stay up to watch the showcase uh panel or watch. I mean, you constantly pulled an refreshed. all-nighter. Yeah. Well, I was gonna fall asleep beforehand, and then that just didn't work. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'll set my alarm for six. It did not happen. I just could not fall asleep. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And then I was like, oh, wait, hold on. They're not going to stream it, are they? So then it turned into me just refreshing my Twitter every five yeah. seconds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seeing Twitter, the news. Honestly, they get all the news before it's on yeah. your screen. <laughs> I saw the, uh, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be live tweeting. I'm like, let me bookmark these yeah. tabs and go from there. Yeah. Star Wars Explained, Friends of the yeah. Force, you know, yeah. all bookmarks. And I was like, that's where it's at. I, I, can yeah. I just say, I loved that Alex was so committed to the big start lighter bit that he had the Black Series figure like constantly there. It was just, I loved <laughs> it. It was one of my, that's honestly one of my highlights yeah. of like just like spending time on Twitter with Star Wars Celebration. You got to yeah. commit to the bit. People it's literally do that. Like I've seen so many of my friends, like they have like their little figure. They're like, which one should I bring today? It's great. I love that. Well, I've got like one figure I would I would absolutely do, but they need to bring him out first. I'm sure you can you could maybe like yeah. hazard a guess. Ewan? Just just oh, uh, well, yeah. you know, there's there's the handle that might clue you in a bit. Like. Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, Dang, you know yeah. No, actually, he he might be at the next celebration. He might. Ahsoka will be out by then. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's in London or he's in England, isn't he? That's I'm like honestly eight. amazed he didn't put an appearance in, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I guess we can just start. We'll just talk about everything we loved that came out from Celebration this weekend. And, and a lot sure did. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Monday were really the big days. Sun like all we got yesterday was pretty much the Jedi Survivor trailer. Yeah. But today was I was very cool. It was, it was great. really yeah. great. And we, like we're today, going to the Imperial Palace. That's, that's so, so cool. Sweet. You know, there's like a shot that legitimately looks like Jetta, and I know I shoot her in Rogue One into everything, but I swear to God, it's Jetta. I'd love to go to Jetta. Like more, more of Jetta, please. Like, like you know, more of Jetta when it's not occupied by the Imperials. Yeah, then and then when like it has a, a crater, planet, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, and when it's yeah, not exactly. blown to bits as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know today was we had Bad Batch, and then we had. The Visions trailer, which I just watched before we started, which looks insane. And I think there was like another panel today that I just have not like been able to look for. But spoiler alert, I'll be doing my like mini news recap after we record this. So I'm sure whatever I missed, I'll catch up <laughs> on after I've been doing those the last three days. It's been really fun. 
Uh, but I think let's just start with the studio showcase and we can go kind of out of order here. Gotta start with the showcase. Absolutely. Let me just let me just say I was fairly adamant. I was like, Don, what did I say? I said 99% chance Daisy sh- shows up like about <laughs> two months ago. That's what you said. That's what the, you said. The lunch happened and we were like, okay, it's got to happen. It, it has to happen. Lied through and her then, teeth, dude. Lied through her teeth. <laughs> and then like we stopped hearing about it for a couple months. I was like, okay, I'll lower it to like a 70%. And then the the Damian Lindelof exited the movie. So I was like, okay, mm, yeah. let, let's bring it down. <laughs> Maybe they're going to retool it. And then they were like, okay, we have a, a Jedi Master that's going to be in this one. Yeah, Charmaine, Charmaine obeyed yeah. Shinoi, like, just, like, comes on as part of those three filmmakers, which, of of the of all the ways to announce, like, to get that they're getting back into Star Wars movies, that's just yeah. such a cool way. Like, oh, it was we're not just cool doing way. one. We've got, we've got James Mangold, we've got Dave Filoni doing a big-budget, like, movie finale to the Mandoverse, and we've got Charmaine obeyed Shinoi, who had, like, a perfect understated introduction for Freaking Daisy Ridley. Like when Daisy, yeah. when Ray's theme just when Ray's over theme the speakers. Played, I, oh. said, I know that's right. <laughs> I was like, and then she walks out and I was like, yes, this yeah. is so cool. I gotta, she looks I'm great. so happy. Let's just, let's just, the return of the queen. Return, I, yeah. She is all the Jedi. I have yes. talked about of many times how much the character means to me at the risk of getting death threats from 14 year olds on TikTok. Uh, but. I don't fucking care at this point because she's back and yeah, they're suffering right now. Dude. I, don't even worry about I know <laughs> literally the, the, I refreshed and I saw the word Daisy. I, I started crying immediately. It was one yeah. of those moments where like, it was a reaction that I didn't even have when they first announced that Ewan was coming back for Obi-Wan. Cause that was just more of a euphoric, like, fuck yeah, we're actually getting yeah. this. I was so excited. This one, it was like, I just started just full on crying. And (laughs) I'm so excited for this movie. What I loved about the way they revealed the movies, like you mentioned, Don, is they're exploring all these different timelines. So there's something for literally everyone in a way. It's like you want some like weird force stuff. Here's the Dawn of the Jedi. You want, you really like the Mandalorian. Here is... The Mandoverse wants some post-sequel right. stuff. Boom. New Jedi Order, Ray coming back. And there's the Old Republic stuff as well. Like, I just love that they just casually yeah. dropped the, yeah, we're definitely doing Old Republic stuff again, which, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, like, you know, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is just, like, a, a ways off still, you know, because they uh, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that, you know, they still want to do it. He's just yeah. really busy. But, like... Uh, imagine how hilarious it would be if his trilogy of films wind up being set in the Old I Republic. I would love that. Oh, I'd love man. it as well, but it would just be even funnier. It was on yeah. the timeline, so I mean, it means yeah. that they're gonna probably start putting stuff out soon. Yeah, uh, like maybe some references in the Ahsoka show. That would—that's a possibility. But I'm—I'm I'm so yeah. excited for this new Jedi Order film as well. Like, of all the projects announced, like that's the one that's just really got me it's, because, like, yeah, there's so much potential there. You know, like, because you, you could. You could easily like follow on from like you know do a similar thing to the New Republic and say oh there's remnants of the First Order that need dealing with you know you could bring in villains who didn't get their due maybe like you know Hux could come back as I've joked I joked about in our 
prelude thing, you know, modded hearts, yeah, yeah, just to like <laughs> scream at people. And then, but you know, Gwendolyn Christie also was at Celebration and she spoke with like such passion. I adore And her. like, she's so good. God, she's brilliant. Her. And she spoke with such like passion about Phasma that I, I just would love Phasma to come back and be part of that film. Like, just say that her armor's made of Beskar. Like, that instantly yeah. bumps Phasma up like, a few mm -hmm. Honestly, awesome. like, when she fell through, I was like, I don't care. She's alive. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I mean, Palpatine fell down a reactor that exploded. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if you fall in Star Wars, if you seemingly fall to your death, it's like a sign that, you know, most <laughs> okay. of the time you're going to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? There's the one exception Nobody there. Nobody death. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, my conspiracy theory is that Saw rescued him and is like, yeah, I, I'm, 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 that, I'm making yeah. up for that. They the made partisan Ewing just came down, yeah. picked him up, they left. He's they fine. made it seem real final uh, at this panel. What it the Bad Batch Twitter was just going insane over that panel. And they kept saying that, like, they never said, like, Tech's death. Tech died. They said Tech's sacrifice. Like, That's they kept true. saying it in a certain way to where it's like, oh, they could they could do something. Maybe it's like Echo and, he had, and the sacrifice meant him, like, losing a, a couple of limbs or something, maybe. Yeah. That would hope, you know, I'd, I'd take that over at, at Tech just being, like, totally gone because like i'm I, I mean i was completely moved by that sacrifice it was like it yeah. really got me way more than i thought but i would also be happy if he came back because you know i just love the character orders. after season two <laughs> yeah brilliant. but i'm just this race stuff, i mean the movies like again i feel like we're glossing over the fact that we're getting yeah. star wars back in theater i know <laughs> it's crazy like and we're getting the title oh, crawl God. as well yeah crawls. and yeah. like it's it's just it's the the ray one is like okay that's that's awesome and obviously that's yeah. the one i'm most anticipated for but like the i never would have even thought that this dawn of the jedi james mangled thing would be a thing that they would do yeah. and yeah. It, the fact that they're doing it is so exciting that one to me honestly sounds like it will be really really cool and get to yes. do some some new yeah. cool things with the force i love that the logo is the same logo in the as last the, the yeah I exactly love that. That. i love that jedi it's I i'm really I gonna be awesome. calling about that i which i but i've got like a Ridley, graphic man. novel oh so good <laughs> i just i'm so happy to see more of her like i just she came, I'm, I'm, i uh she looks so happy too and yeah. she Hi, got celebration! A <laughs> i'm like oh it's man so i wish i was there so bad the one because i was there for uh orlando and chicago and I, i've told this story before i don't know if i told this story to you don but what I was going to like a fan panel at this point because we didn't get into the last Jedi panel. This is back in Orlando. And my friend, she went to uh it was a woman of Star Wars panel, and there was like Vanessa Marshall, Tia Sakar, like Ashley Eckstein, wow. all the all the Damn. people. Midway <laughs> through the panel, Daisy crashes it, comes out and like joins Hell the yeah. panel for the rest of it. Oh my god. Could you imagine? And she fucking so comes cool. back to me and tells me, like, Daisy Ridley was at my panel. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And I missed it. And I'll just... Uh, wow. So oh, I, gotta, hope... I gotta watch that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's I, I will be. I will be hanging my... Because I have a signed uh, Ray picture. So I'll be I'll be hanging that soon. I was going to wait till I moved, but awesome. I need it because I was crying. Uh, just a side note for everyone, because I'm seeing a bunch of you. Uh, all of you people that rightfully were praising the return of Ahmed Best, I see you shitting on this Daisy Ridley news. You're, you, I don't think you realize how this works. Like you're being <laughs> complete hypocrites. Like you're like, you're no, not no, allowed we, to do this. We're, we're trying to break that cycle. 
Yeah, so exactly. Why are yeah. you still doing it? It's like you realize yeah. let that, why. Let I'm that version that, of right? hate die. Exactly. Yeah. Let's and stop this, please. With the announcements, like you, you have something in every era of Star Wars. So if you don't want Daisy, you don't have to watch it. Like there's it's two other that. great movies that'll be out. I know. Just, I, I could not like, agree even, more. Yeah, but that the the stuff that I mentioned of the people hating is honestly been like small because even the people i know that aren't huge on the sequels were just had a like really really excited and happy for daisy yeah so yeah i'm also, I, i'm so excited first, first woman director of a Star yes. Wars film how exciting yes. that is so <laughs> and, and exciting it's a, and it's such an interesting choice as well like you know yeah. shamana bay you know she's like you know she's known for like her documentary films where that are all about highlighting you know inequality uh towards women which is just like what an amazing choice what an in fascinating yeah. choice to like helm this uh story hands. that is yeah that's yeah. gonna like focus on ray you know I'm, I'm i'm i presume that they will probably include some of the other sequel characters in there but i just i really like that this is because this is kind of what i wanted ray's story to be after the last jedi like her building the jedi order and i mm -hmm. feel like i personally feel like rise of skywalker got a little bogged down in like the whole parentage mystery thing which you know i feel like you know once you pulled the trigger on ray nobody that was that was kind of a a done deal really i mean you can still make rape the ray palpatine thing work i feel like you know the the novels and the shows are like really have really kind of like you know warmed Spanning me up to the idea since then i mean although i'm still i'm still a ray kenobi diehard like you know <laughs> I'm, I'm still gonna i'm still gonna die on that hill but I'm, I'm just really happy to see her back and i just love the thought of like what kind of stories they can tell and just like the ideas they can explore you know like, i mean I, I obviously want to keep an open mind about it but i would just love if like they created a padawan character for ray to like mentor because that would be so cool like just have this yeah. new character preferably a a, a a woman because that would yeah. just that's not a dynamic we've seen explored a lot in in star wars in the main the main yeah. line stuff yeah. you know like i a, mean a, oh, go ahead oh no no just like a maternal you know like a maternal or sisterhood yeah. kind of thing of like uh padawan and master that stuff it's, and it's the, so rare and it's like we always is, get yeah. the brotherhood you know we we get that with so many master padawan you know relationships and i think like this is a great opportunity to have it you know woman yeah, to woman that I would be awesome awesome. absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm obviously i'm hoping for finn to show up i know a lot of oh, people are God, like geez, John. <laughs> uh but if I'm, he does not come back it is because yeah. he doesn't want to he and i respect that yeah. i fully respect that but if he comes back god I would be so yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm optimistic that he will come back because I know him and Daisy are like tight and yeah, they're and great friends. I feel like now that Daisy's involved, I feel like he'll be like, "Well, you know what? I'll 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 come back for that." Because I, I, you know, if it's a new Jedi Order thing, you know, maybe Finn might want to get in on the Jedi action a little yeah. bit. You know, and I, mean, I feel like they don't cool. need to. I mean, who knows? But I feel like the fact that they announced these and they've been so hesitant to announce any movie projects in such a long time like i feel like they are gung-ho on like these are going to happen oh no absolutely so i don't yeah. think they need to worry about them being scrapped or anything oh, uh I but like i'm just committed to it yeah i'm just they really are, looking for forward sure. to seeing these characters uh intertwine and and interact with new characters new jedi exactly. yeah. it's, it's gonna be awesome and hopefully they don't like they actually let the jedi order flourish and don't just yeah. immediately kill it like they i mean did. yeah <laughs> Grogu could show up as well. Like Grogu yeah. will be ninety-one by that point, so that'll be fascinating if they choose to do that. I mean, Ahsoka. He, he has his movie. <laughs> yeah, he's got his, <laughs> he does, he's he's got got his movie. His movie. <laughs> exactly. I mean, no, I'd I also say his like, first Luke words on that. 
I'd also love Luke to make a brief appearance because that would be cool. You know, I'll never say no to Mark Hamill, like just uh, continuing yeah. to be in Star Wars, you know, just like helping shepherd Ray through the, the new Jedi order. And that would just be really awesome. But I'm also excited for the Mandoverse thing. Like I, I've, I really enjoyed those shows and it's just, it's a really, I, I love the idea that we're going to get like a bigger budget, like huge yeah. scale finale to like properly realize what, what I, I mean, I presume it's going to be a version of heir to the empire or like the concluding chapter of that trilogy because they seem to be, as we see in the Ahsoka trailer, they're really yeah, going she literally hard on said the, it. Yeah. He did say that he's working with Zahn on it. Like he, mm -hmm. he's a collaborator. Yeah. So and I love that. If they end up doing that, that's great. Once again, picked up a book that didn't finish. So I, I left <laughs> off on Dark Force Rising. It would encourage me to finish the trilogy. <laughs> I haven't even touched I touched the uh, the the original Thrawn trilogy yet, but I I own it. I own the books. I like the first I'm, one. Air I'm fully intending to get to them. I, I will yeah. definitely like it, it's on my essential reading list. Yeah. Now that we know that all this is coming. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's exciting that we're seeing something like this that like we've only really seen done in the MCU of having all these shows lead to this one climactic yeah. giant movie event. Like that's going to be really cool. And a lot of people were like, oh, is it going to be Disney Plus? I'm like, no, I think you can bring people to the theater for no, the Mandalorian yeah, easily. No, I think Filoni will be very yeah. committed to that. smart to do that because they can continue making shows. And if it's successful, yep. they can continue doing that. Like they can yeah. tie in shows and have a big movie event. And like, I'm I'm very excited to see like Mandalorian with a movie budget. I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And no volume. Yeah. <laughs> go no, on. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go on the set. But uh, jumping off what you said there, I think that's a really smart way that they did all of these movie announcements because they just announced the one. But it's very easily a thing of like if they're successful and people really like them, you can very easily jump off and do more because yeah. there's like these new time periods, which I think is really exactly. Cool. Well, they're outgrowing the trilogy because I feel like this is a thing that yeah. I kind of ran into with the sequel trilogy is that you know if I feel like Star Wars has outgrown the trilogy model at this point, and I like that instead of like going oh we're doing a whole trilogy of films, it's more like no we're gonna we're gonna spread out the movies across different eras, and if you like the one movie that tells a complete story, then we will continue that. We'll yeah. continue in that era with those characters. If you don't like it, well here's something else. I just think it's a much more uh, like organic and healthy method, if anything, for the yeah. for the series at this point. Yeah. Now that it's gotten so huge and has so many different stratas of like fans, and especially just... because like with especially in regards to Ray's story and yeah. Finn and Poe, like I feel like their stories didn't really conclude in the span of three movies. Like it, it yeah. You yeah. Can go further if you wanted to, or you could, could have gone for like two. so many other exactly yeah. because you have this definitely like unexplored timeline that hasn't been touched at all. So if we want to rewind a bit and, and talk about Andor briefly, because we can't just not talk about it if we have oh, exactly. You know what? The internet has failed me because I got <laughs> I got a potato cam of the Andor trailer. Yeah. 40 seconds max. I know someone has the whole thing. I have the full what thing. What are you doing? I have the full well, thing. Why have you not sent it to me? I thought I did. I I must have. I this must is have incredibly disrespectful. I'm, I'm like that with show. I, I've only seen the first like minute of the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, and I haven't even tried looking for the Bad I didn't Batch see one Skeleton yet. Skeleton Crew. I did see Acolyte. No, that looked fantastic. I've seen Acolyte a bit of the fantastic. Acolyte. The yeah. Acolyte looks amazing. Like I'm so excited, just like for all the cast, but particularly Carrie Anne Moss. I love that she's a Jedi and she's going to do like martial arts because like I'm a big fan of the Matrix. I just love seeing her in there as Trinity and like the fact that she's going to get to be like a 
badass Jedi master. That's just yeah. me so awesome. Seems to be a lot of Jedi in this though as well. Like like you know Daphne Keen also said that she was playing a Jedi and yeah. you know. I've also got to mention uh, Amanda Stenberg's fantastic Padme cosplay. They killed it. They brought, they, they brought First out day, the... they're like, we're cosplaying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just awesome. That. Just brilliant as well. Just It was just, the cast looks amazing for that. And I just, I'm really intrigued. And, you know, that that was even before like the later High Republic panel when Leslie Headland just like gate crashed that and was like, oh by the way, Vanestra Rowe is gonna be in this story <laughs> and she's played by my wife and I was and we were all like, what? I I what? just uh, that I I'm may like, have I just that. sent you the the trailer. Oh okay. Um, I may watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that's so cool that she was like, oh, my wife's in the show. Also, by the way, it's Vernestra. And I yeah. just think that's so cool that they're acknowledging the High Republic books. They're making it not yes. just seem like, oh, it's just something in the era, but all that other stuff they worked on, it doesn't matter. And I also loved what she said during the High Republic panel of like how much respect she has for the publishing initiative and all the writers because the Legends books were what inspired her fandom in the yeah. 90s. And I just think that's a really cool way of acknowledging that and and continuing on and, and having pretty much the closest thing this new generation has to those legend stories with the exactly. High Republic stuff. Yeah. So I think what's, what's the best part about it is that the High Republic is the most like diverse and inclusive era of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And we can finally get that on screen. And it's like, this is already built into the stories. Like these are the characters now. And I think that's fantastic. Oh, I, oh, I completely and it agree so with that. It, it, it and, does, it looks, yeah. <laughs> and it looks. We have a Wookiee Jedi, like, and it's, Yo it's okay. Jonas. And it's Jonas. I know. I'm so happy for him. That and that dude is Burry, just like a, it's okay. He, yeah, he's Burry is still <laughs> alive. God damn we it! We, like, we I don't know still, yet. I'm still waiting here. for Bell to save him. I want, and we also got like the the, the uh, stories of light and life thing. Just briefly to talk about that High Republic panel, it's like that was so cool, and I, I'm really intrigued by the Phase Three teases. We didn't, we only got a few titles, but I'm I'm very excited to see where they're taking. Phase I love three. how they're having Charles Soule bookend it. Like he's oh, writing perfect. the last adult novel, and after he wrote the first one. Perfect. I just think that's a yeah. great way of doing he's it. He's gonna break some hearts for sure. Probably. Oh, he's absolutely yeah. That man is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Light of the Jedi, like you get attached to a character within the first like four pages and they're just dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was one moment towards the end that like literally like just shocked me because of how casually it happened. And I was like, Are you serious? Yeah. It's just like there was a moment that just like that moment just made me like hate Marky and Rowe. Because <laughs> I've gone through the whole story of being like Oh, Marky Rose is actually quite cool as a villain. And then that moment happened, and I was like, this dude is a bastard. Yeah. I know you're not going to be, because they describe the first adult novel as like, oh, yeah, it's like a victory lap for Marky and Rowe in the novel, uh, in the Nile. And I'm like, oh, Don's not going to be happy reading this one. <laughs> uh, but okay, no, that, that, that Andor trailer was fantastic. Oh, the I Andor trailer was so good. I just wanted to see it. And oh, my God. <laughs> I just love how they're using so the, the, the opening score again. It's just like, oh, it's so great. And like we literally just finished season one. What, like four months ago at this point? Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, I need more now. And the fact that like they're not done shooting yet, but they have like all of this ready to go is insane. Like the fact that. I think they said the Acolyte wraps in like two months, but they already have four episodes completed. 
I'm just like, just give us the shows now. Just I like, know, why, right? why, why you wait? Just give it to us now. <laughs> well, uh, the Acolyte is doing similar production to Andor, right? They're Andor, not using yep. the volume. I don't so think they're using the like volume. a whole era or like a whole time period of just like. Unfortunately, I don't think it's got the Andor episode count, though. I think it's just eight as opposed to yeah. 12. Only, only Andor's got that 12, baby. Yeah, and does Tony Gilroy locked that in. He said, "If you want me to sign on, I need twelve episodes." <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and I love that they're going to like cover a different year in each story. Yeah. So you've got like you've got literally five years all packed into one season, wow. and it's just really cool. I, I also really love that. Wonder, like, like, are they going to re- are they still going to release it weekly, or are they just going to release the three episodes? We would get less and or in the long run, like it would be released to us quicker. But it's like it seems like those three episodes are going to tell like quite a bit of One story, story. Yeah. and then like the breaks in between will be like you know it's a week for us but it'll be a year you know i think they'll do the same thing as season two where they release the first self-contained arc Maybe. they release the so first we kind of get a taste yeah exactly because that really worked for like getting everyone locked into the to the series yeah. because of like how much of a slow burn that opener was to great effect i must add but also like uh just like based on what we've seen of the footage and like the filming and stuff i really like that like we're gonna have like Cassian and Mon Mothma actually meet yes. that he's gonna ha- he looks like he's gonna help her get off you saw those pics like, right yeah yeah of them like r- yeah, yeah yeah of them like running like on what looked to be Coruscant and I because I've had that th- I did have a theory like that he was going to be involved and they were going to overlap this with like what we later see of her escape in Rebels which yeah. is like super cool it's a good way to like organically integrate like the events of Andor with the events of the other shows and stuff yeah. and especially I, since I, like the Rebels timeline is already tied into Andor so it's like just keep yeah. doing that like Tony Gilroy is so aware of the events in Star Wars, even though this guy swears he's not like a diehard fan. It's like, exactly. okay, you know all the facts. So <laughs> what's exactly. the truth? No Easter eggs in Andor, is there, Andrew? Absolutely. No, yeah. no, definitely not. <laughs> and no bricks and screws either. And no bricks but and screws. No bricks, yeah. no screws, nothing. Uh, yeah. But we did I get also to like... see our Adria Arjona in the flesh, and I'm just like, oh, God, where's Bix? The thing is, Where like, is my that girl? picture of... Um, all of like Denise, Kyle, yeah. like Adria just looked so good in that picture. And they're just all like goofy and she's just like yeah. serving a look. <laughs> I'm like, you I'm just, just look like, fantastic. I love just like model perfect right look now. and like Denise she Goff and always, like. And when I saw her at the premiere, she looks like that in person. She's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And I uh, hope yeah, no, that I... she's not suffering in this season. I hope oh, not. No, there, was a, there was a quick shot. Bed, there so was a quick is... shot of her and Cassian uh, about to. So who knows? And we'll Bella sent us. So yeah, we'll Bella looks different now too. She's got like her hair. Dyed her hair. Yeah, when she I'm was excited. answering those Andor questions, um, like around the time of the finale, she had that color hair. So they were they probably had already ah. filmed that. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, well, so I'm, I'm for that hoping show. what I'm hoping they'll both pull through. That would be nice. If yeah, but I also love, <laughs> I, I love how Mon Mothma jumping off point is also going to be in Ahsoka. I yes. I thought that was, that was such a cool so review. Cool. And you know, now that she's a senator again, she has that beautiful like fresh robes. She's not wearing exactly just like that sheet that she wears in Return <laughs> of the Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, she was she, she was making do like in in that, and I also love that she has the Andor hair as well. That she doesn't yeah. have the kind of like br- like dark brunette look that she had in in Souls because yeah. that's such a good look for Mon Mothma. But I yeah, it's gonna be so cool to like see her in like after I all the that. like sheer emotional suffering that she went through in Andor. It's gonna be lovely <laughs> to see her like more in a position of power because like you know as we know from the novels from like Bloodline and stuff like Mon Mothma was actually. Bloodline. 
she was quite good at running the New Republic for the most part, but she wasn't, she couldn't be everywhere. And that's like kind of the sad thing that yeah. Leia laments in that novel. Cause it's only briefly touched on, but like, you know, Mon Mothma was like a, a beacon of light and she was like the exception that kind of helped run the New Republic. And then after she yeah. goes, that kind, that's when things start to kind of break down and get mired in like political squabbling as we, as we see in that novel. But I'm, I'm really excited to see her in that capacity. Same, because, you know, in Andor, we see her like, fighting so much in the senate and it has obviously like no effect and so this will kind of be the opposite maybe like we'll see her as a senator or is she's leading the new republic is that what she her position is? I, I think she's the chancellor, chancellor she is she was the chancellor yeah so she, yeah that'll she, be great to see her in like a higher position of power having effect also, yeah, I love how they confirmed a little resistance love because uh, I got to bring yes! it up today. But I Kaz's dad is one of the senators in that scene. I'm like, I love finally, it. we get some representative because we didn't get it in Bad Batch season you two know, when the show really I I just thought of this, but I really hope that Amanda they touch on how like Coruscant is no longer like the center of like the Republic and how yeah. it moves then to Hosnian Prime, like in that system. Yeah. I hope we. Get I want to see more. Yeah, I really want to see more of Hosnian Hosni Prime because I just it, again it's like Alderaan. You you need to create an emotional attachment to that yeah. place. And Bloodline did that for me a little bit, but I I would love to see like uh, yeah. Hosnian Prime in the flesh and, and like actually you know, see it developed. Resistance did that a bit too, like in the season finale, like yeah. when you oh, learn yes. that Kaz's family is there. Like oh. I love that the shows are tying in. Now there's like gonna, I mean, the movie maybe that'll tie in something as well. Fingers uh, crossed, yeah. It'll probably make me hate the New Republic even more than I do. No. I love that they call them, um, what did Paz call him? Like, Blue? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. He's a cop. I Girl, can't stand I can't. Every time they're like, yeah, we can't help out. I'm like, you, I'm glad you got blown up. Like, this is just, <laughs> That's literally me every time Jin is on, uh, not on Scarif, when she's on Yavin, like, telling them to fight, and they're like, no. <laughs> Like just do it. Just do it. Come on. Just do God it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't check in on you. What are what's the uh the Sagarera mindset right now for you after after <laughs> I still love it. Listen, death. anybody that's blaming Sagarera for Tech's death, they blame everyone except Palpatine. Like it's the same, it's those same people. So I'm I'm over that already. Oh, like oh, I see. I I had mixed feelings about it, but I I absolutely blame the Empire for the record. Yeah. I was mad that he got in the way of like their plans, but I know yeah. that it's not his fault. It's uh, like I said to Andrew when we covered it. It's like it's like blaming Star Lord for causing for like everyone yeah. half the universe dying when it's, it's Thanos. Thanos did I, that. Well, <laughs> I only blame it because it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah but it's not Star Lord. <laughs> Chris Pratt didn't have the number one song of the year in the mario movie that's for certain uh yeah, that's for certain. no that but was I, Mr. you know Black. the thing is with saw i the next time he's like touched which i guess tony gilroy will probably write him a bit in andor which i liked the way he wrote him because he wasn't just a villain he wasn't a plot mm. device he wasn't something needs to go wrong so let's bring in saw yeah the next time someone writes saw it needs to just be a black writer like let's Let's quit. That would be that would be a really <laughs> good like move games, to bring in. You know? Yeah, that would. I'd like to see that for sure. But I I feel like this is a good point for us to like properly jump into the Ahsoka trailer. Yeah, for yep. sure. Um, Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn. Thrawn. Lars Mikkelsen is back. 
I so see, like, if only David Urso and Thrawn brothers. Yeah. <laughs> it's canon, it's like, Those brothers are, like, so winning. I I still think that uh, Mads is in Andor Season 2. I bet they're keeping him secret. For sure, because it just makes perfect sense. Lucas you know, you have, like, has him wrapped around their finger. Yeah. He's in I'd it. love to see him and Riz Ahmed just, like, turn up. Like, we actually God. see him, like, send Bodhi off. Back, I'll cry. It's so I cool, that. yeah. Yeah, Real I love Bodhi. I just want to say, uh, the reason why I'm even more confident that James Mangold's movie is going to be great is that Dial of Destiny looks fantastic. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. It looks so good. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. God, I love her. Um, (laughs) But back to the Ahsoka trailer. Again, I was not as hyped for the show going into the year because I was like, okay, you really took Rebels 2 away from us. You had to make it live (laughs) action. But this trailer, like, cured my depression i was like mary elizabeth <laughs> winstead epic. looks fantastic as hera oh, she uh, so good sabine looks great long-haired sabine is, is amazing um, sabine did you see the full trailer yeah with they, her they with ezra's panels. saber yeah so yep. sabine with ezra's saber again so cool I'm i saw the full trailer <laughs> i saw thrawn and i saw the shot of her like looking at ezra on the mural in the little yeah yeah which yeah. It just, and we got like the little tiny look at ezra at Man, <laughs> Yeah, like shout out, everyone, shout out to everyone that got to take a picture by that Rebels mural because I that know. looked so cool. That's so jealous. That's awesome. like, this is the most beautiful thing ever. Do this every celebration. <laughs> every celebration, yeah. just do it. But uh, I totally agree with you, Andrew, about like the trailer. It was just so. I mean, I I was more receptive to Ahsoka. I was kind of more excited for it, I suppose, in general. But this just like sent the hype into the stratosphere because like there was, it has such a different feel already from like uh, the Mandalorian, which I was worried yeah. it would feel a little too similar. But Same. I just love that it feels so different, and you've got this kind of epic war feel to it. Like you've got, you know, it's so cool seeing Mary Elizabeth Winstead uh, as Hera. You know, if you know. Partly because of just the hilarity that now Hera is technically married to Obi Wan, and that's just like really amusing to me. But also, just like yeah, that seeing seeing Lars as Thrawn, even if it's just the back of his head in the official trailer, I like. I knew it was him. I made my yeah. family laugh when I watched the trailer. I was like, I'm pretty sure I recognize those ears. Yeah. That's that's ears. Lars. <laughs> exactly. And then when he came out, and I was like, I knew it. I knew that was him. But I just I I like Lars Mikkelsen's performance made me a Thrawn fan. Like I I kind of yeah. was like I kind of skipped the character for the most part for years, even though I'd heard of him. And then I watched him on Rebels, and I heard uh, Lars Mikkelsen's like amazing performance with his voice. Like his voice, he's very. Nice. He has a very distinctive voice. It's, oh my god, uh, that's almost, very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Mo. I appreciate that. It's almost hypnotic, really. But I just yeah, yeah I I like. I, I was willing to entertain other light like, castings. I wasn't gonna like say, "Oh no, no one should play Thrawn." But like in the back of my mind, I was like, "It's got to be Lars, surely." Yeah. And the fact that he's he's getting to bring this character, his take on the character, into live action, and he's gonna basically be the the big bad of this whole era. It's just, it's. It, I could not wish for anything more in terms of like this this setting up this era and like the good and the forces of good and bad as well and there's also those new villains uh yeah. balon skull yeah. i'm obsessed yeah. with them shin is yeah. my girl shin yeah. is looks Shy. awesome <laughs> yeah played by a uh, ukrainian actress uh whose name i forget Ooh. though which is just um th- the they both look right? really interesting yeah the pattern braid yeah I, <laughs> I heard some some reports that they that they apparently both fled into the unknown regions after order 66 which Ooh. makes me think that like and Dave Filoni has said that the orange lights orangey red lightsabers are significant that like yeah. he's, that's deliberate detail yeah which he said, makes no, that's me the color no. yes 
that makes me think that yeah (laughs) oh yeah adorable he's adorable yeah Uh, (laughs) but i think this is my i think that this is his take on the dark jedi concept that was used in the expanded universe where they're not fully Mm. sith but they aren't like with the light either they're like it's a corrupted form of the jedi practices and like that i feel like that would be an interesting route for dave filoni to explore i feel like you know he's gonna he's pulling a lot from the eu here there's actually an interesting like there's an article in screen rant that made an interesting connection that actually that uh Balon's name at least is derived from a norse legend about two about two wolves yeah that pursue the sun and the moon to eat okay it. dave okay <laughs> dave. Yeah, I, and i was like oh that's absolutely the influence it's dave felonian wolves come on yeah but mm-hmm. I, that gives me the sense that they're after ahsoka they are pursuing yeah. ahsoka and i've seen some some like people suggest that it's because she was supposed to die on malachor against vader and mm. she was saved because ezra saved her yeah uh that made her kind of like a, an anomaly in the force maybe and then maybe yeah. that's why these two are seeking her out because they view her as like a li- walking disturbance in the force from their perspective. And maybe they're also after Ezra uh, because because of the same, because he's the one who touched the world between worlds. I think it's mm-hmm. interesting that they're they're touching on this like more of force user, not fully like Sith, not fully Jedi, because like that's Ahsoka's character, you know, like she yeah. left the order. She's not a Jedi, which even though they put Jedi in the trailer, it's like, hmm, wonder what that's about. But I yeah. like that it's like these just force users are now like interested in Ahsoka because mm. I think that's what makes Ahsoka's story so compelling is that she was a beloved character in Clone Wars and she was, you know, our Jedi and then she leaves. But she's still this character that we love and and is so fascinating. So that's cool. I like that. Touch. Yeah. Uh, but Don, your reaction, what was stronger, seeing Thrawn or seeing David Tennant officially confirmed <laughs> to be leading. David Tennant's well, okay. legendary, dude. I, oh, how many times uh, is he in the Clone Wars? He's not in it a ton, right? Just, just the one arc. Just, episode, just right? the one arc, yeah. The arc, the so arc, to okay. answer your question, Andrew, uh, so like uh, I... I watched this in my in my kitchen. I watched the trailer in my kitchen first, and I made apparently, according to my father, I made a noise that sounded like an Irish pixie, an <laughs> Irish gremlin when uh, when David Tennant uh, when I heard David Tennant's voice because like even before they confirmed him, I was like, "It's David Tennant, he's back." Yeah. And I was just like, because I wasn't sure, because there was rumors that they might recast, and I was like, there's no way, surely, because it's just, I, I, I love, I, I mean, I love Huyang as a character, not just because of David Tennant's performance, although, you know, I'm a huge fan of David Tennant, he's one of my favorite actors, I, you know, I've been, a, I, he made me such a big fan of Doctor Who, you know, like, I, he was, I was just the right age when that show, like, pivoted to him as the Doctor, and I just basically grew up with that, it was yeah. like a formative experience for me as a sci-fi fan, and um, I'm just so happy that he's, he's back and he's involved and he gets to voice this droid again because Huyang is like really cool and interesting and I he's so he's got a load of untapped potential for me like as this ancient droid that's been around for centuries and I love that he survived all of the stuff with the Empire and he's he he gets such a I love that he was the stinger as well at the end like oh we've (laughs) also got David Tennant here as a droid yeah yeah and I feel like uh his line is very significant because I to pick up on what you said Mo about um the the jedi handle and what ahsoka says because she says she says she repeats the line that she says to din in season two of mando like oh the jedi fell a long time ago there's not many of us left and uh huyang they kind of frame huyang's line as the answer to that like perhaps it's time to begin again and i and i almost wonder if this is ahsoka's arc uh for this series if this is about her kind of regaining 
like well kind of going through a similar thing as obi-wan and luke did before her where like she's become yeah. very jaded and uh skeptical of the jedi ways because in the wake of encountering vader uh, yeah. And just seeing how much the dark side consumed Anakin. And I feel like this series is going to show her, like, refinding her connection to the lie. Uh, like, like restoring her faith in in the, the potential of the Jedi and, the, yeah. and how they can learn from their mistakes and grow beyond, like, the, the outdated ideals yeah. that, like, held them back and let them be corrupted and destroyed by Palpatine. Because you think of Ahsoka as a character, her relationship with the Jedi is, is like, very complicated and... And traumatic even like she gets kicked out of the council for something she didn't do is welcome back turns it down lives through order 66 like it's it's a lot of like turmoil and and complexity and i think wrapping that up in a show where like she can come to terms with that fully i think is interesting so i would love to see it yeah especially if hayden christensen makes an appearance which That's i yeah right. he's, he's, he's supposed to be no, we didn't get anything i was like wondering it's like are they gonna have you and or hayden come on stage and be like hey we're no. in this too they but were, I mean, they were there save, they were there maybe they after a, the show is out at the next celebration yeah they might do it my favorite thing now is just you and mcgregor at star wars celebration because it seems like he has oh. the time of his life his scream yesterday yeah. <laughs> he did a wilhelm scream i loved it it was that brilliant bet, like okay that's my next question i gotta ask you don is because kathleen kennedy pretty much said that right now they're not working on obi-wan season two and that was like your big thing. It's like, oh, are we gonna get it? Ewan still seems yeah. like he wants to do it more than anyone in the world. So I got. He's like, I'm coming gonna... to every celebration, yeah. whether yeah. I'm back or not. He's like, just, he's. I so love he's like, that he's. I think he's gonna be in something. I just yeah. don't know what it's gonna be yet. Well, but you I can't think... just have someone as huge as Ewan and just be like, now we're not gonna. Oh no, no, there's no way they're not going to take advantage of the fact that yeah. Ewan is like his that his like love and fandom for Star Wars has been absolutely yeah, said, I think he even said like, oh yeah, the Star Wars part of my life is back now and it feels so great. And I'm like, I love you so much. So that <laughs> makes me think uh he he's probably gonna have an appearance in the Ahsoka show, maybe, because like I just could so see Dave Filoni just having at least one flashback with uh Ahsoka hey, and then Hayden and Ewan in their Clone Wars armor, just just to like because I feel like he's He's done such a good job of replicating all the the animated stuff that I I could see him doing that. But there's also the new Jedi Order film because like we established that Ray uh open like was able to hear the voices of Jedi's past. So like you could argue an extension of that would be if she ha was able to like commune with them. Like you know, I mean, my vision yeah. for that would be like she just sort of like sits down on a thing, meditates like Cal Kestis in Fallen Order, and she just sort of like goes to a different plane and then there's all these Jedi masters around like a council that she can commune with and it's like that would I would love that like just mm -hmm. her commuting with like Mace Windu, Obi-Wan, yeah. Yoda, Luke that, just for advice that would just be, be amazing. so good but then it, who's how's Obi-Wan gonna be there is it gonna yeah. be Alec Guinness because Alec Guinness's force goes Obi so maybe she'll hear him because she has heard him before on multiple she occasions. has heard him she's heard both of them which is interesting I mean yeah. I, maybe maybe put That's like so funny. Uh, she has heard both you and, and Alec. <laughs> exactly. She's like, which one are you? And which one which one is this one? <laughs> which one are you? <laughs> um, but I've said before that the when we get Hayden Christensen saying hey snips in live action, I'm it's not gonna break me for that. It's, it's gonna happen. break me. When he said it at celebration, right? It wasn't it last year that him and Ashley X signed. Yeah, yeah. yeah that oh, was great. God. So and that that's was, not that's... even on our screens as the characters, that's just them. 
exactly like just to answer what you said about obi-wan andrew so like yeah i was like a tiny bit of me was disappointed but then i was just sort of like well you know what we've got so much amazing stuff coming down the pipe that i'm it weirdly just kind of hit like it really cushioned the idea that they're not working on it at the moment but the fact that kathleen kennedy wasn't opposed to it and, and kind of hinted that they they are interested in doing it down the line that kind of makes me think that we we will see a season two of sorts. Maybe, maybe they will do it as like a, a as mini series again, or maybe even that. blow it up to, or maybe blow it up to a movie. Given that they want to like tell self-contained yeah. stories in different eras, like you know, if it's me personally, I just like I'd uh, take some influence from Yoda's arc in the Clone Wars and like have Qui Gon send Obi Wan off to like some ancient mm. Force world to get ancient knowledge. You know, maybe he brings Reaver along with him, and you know they fall afoul of the Inquisitors. That would that, that's. I feel yeah. like that's a possibility. Yeah. I want to so see I'm, I'm still that or something with the path. Uh, yes. The path, yes. yes. If we can't I just get love Tala how, back. Like, literally bring her back. Because Indira Varma is just, I love her. I, I love also her love too. Vivian Lyra Blair just like roasting you. Roasting him. <laughs> Vivian she, Lyra Blair. She she's so adorable. Of Karen Fisher and. Yeah. And it makes me very emotional, so we can't talk about it for too long. No, no. <laughs> like when it's I was watching her, her interviewed, it's just like she's it would I would the whole time I was like, Oh, she is the sweetest thing, because like just the way she was talking about like the experience, and it's just it's so heartwarming to see like yeah. just how much of a good experience she's had with Star Wars because you know, Star Wars is notorious well, the fandom has notoriously not treated kids in the series yeah. very well, and just the fact that to see that you know she had such a, a welcoming experience and was treated so just had, had such a lovely time at conventions and stuff meeting people it just it was such a heartwarming thing to see and, and yeah she's her so just... articulate like she's so mm. smart it's just i know it's crazy it's to me. Amazing. I'm like, i was a dumbass kid <laughs> like, <laughs> i would not be able to say these things at that age <laughs> i know but like that's the thing isn't it like I, I i it's the other thing like she's so articulate and she's able to talk about like the filmmaking process and it's just it's amazing it's it's such a lovely thing so yeah I just I'd love to see more of, of her as Leia yeah. you know like do a young Leia series like oh, you know I would love lean that. into lean into that you know more more I'll always say more, yes to more Leia for sure yeah but yes, I, I love what Kathleen Kennedy said about Kenobi is that like it's not a no it's not in production that's for sure but it's like you know it it it's more of like if it happens organically if the story works yeah of course we'll do it like yeah I think she's 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 great as president. Like she knows yeah. when to call it, when to make the right decisions. As long as like you know, Disney obviously the corporation may get involved sometimes because you know they're like, hey, you got to bring in money. But I think <laughs> under the terms that she's in, like I think she does what she can. Yeah, it's, it's great. I it's my favorite thing about Kathleen Kennedy is like every time people start up the rumor mill of like, oh well, you know, she's running Lucasfilm into the ground, or they're gonna fire her. Like almost all the time, that's always followed by her making an announcement, like her making these announcements and showing how yeah. how good her instincts are for like yeah. you know what what the the fandom want out of Star Wars and like how to push the story forward in interesting ways that isn't just built on fan service and just you know like, like balancing that. Yeah, those people forget that like one. George Lucas selected her. So yeah. he obviously trusted her with the franchise. And like, she's been doing this for years. Like she's yeah. been an executive producer on some of the best movies. Like she's a pro. Yeah, yeah. Like, she, come on, be she's serious. been in the game like for several decades. And yeah. like, she's obviously skilled at her job. It's just, oh, you, uh, 
why are they doing anything new? And then when they do something new, you're like, oh, I don't want to watch this. It's like, all right, yeah. then what? Which one is yeah. it? Like it's like, like Freddie Prince Jr.'s, like like he said on that on that in in that interview. These are this is George Lucas's choice, not mine. So go fuck yourself if you disagree. <laughs> For real, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think we can transition from Ahsoka to everything else that we got. So Bad Batch, Jedi Survivor. I mean, there were visions. Okay. Let's do Acolyte. Oh my god. Yeah. Visions. Oh yeah. Let's let's do okay. Acolyte. The only thing we I got... have to say about visions is that the, I, th I forget the studio. That's the Chilean studio, but Ooh, yeah. shout I'll out Latin America. Right shout out mi gente Latino. Like that's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's all it I have looks to say. So good. <laughs> like the yeah. visions. That just trailer looked so cool. Fantastic. Um, let me look up which one. I, is the I can't believe we're getting an Ardman Star Wars mashup, and it just looks exactly uh, like Punk what I imagine. is Punk the Robot, Chilean one. So yes. they're doing In the Stars is the name of the the short that they're doing. Yeah. I love that they're all dropping on the same day. That's going to be my May the Fourth yes. gift because I took off work. So there we oh, go. Because yes. I know I'm going to have to talk about it in here, <laughs> but um, it looks so great. But let's talk about the acolyte. We we mentioned <sighs> Vernestra already. But and we mentioned how live cool action see, light whip. Yeah. <laughs> live how action cool light whip. How cool is to see the High Republic on screen? Um, yes, it just seeing the yellow and gold, uh, the gold and white robes. Oh this, my god, it looks great! This like this and Andor have always been my most anticipated shows. Yeah, same. Every same. time. One, it's so funny because my friend says this all the time, but literally every time Leslie Headland opens her mouth, I'm more excited. Like, yeah, <laughs> she speaks she about the show, and I'm like, just she has it such a passion. Now. Yeah, she and has like, such I, I, passion. She's such a fan, and you know that she cares. Like, it's yeah. when when they care deeply about the franchise and like the story that they're telling, it's so beautiful. And oh, I it's... just give it to me already, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also, like, this like her... cast is the just. Cast. The hottest cast. Yeah. This and Andor, yeah. hottest cast we have. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, Amanda Stenberg, we, we talked about her, obviously, but what a star. What a star. I yeah. Cannot wait. Lee Jung Jae as the. Oh my God. I'm. That's, and that's... you know what? Shout out, <laughs> shout out his interpreter at the live stage on Celebration because, you know. Let it. I feel like that should be like a learning experience. Like we should be able to to always have interpreters when we need them, and then like have subtitles on there. But oh, absolutely. They did oh yeah, it's and something I feel very strongly about. Yeah, I'm for sure. so excited. I adored Squid Game. So Squid Game is awesome. going to be great. Oh, and Manny Jacinto being like, "We're gonna, we're doing Star Wars." And man. he does yeah. all of Manny does all his stunts. Like I'm so yeah. excited to see him. I hope his God. character is just Jason from the Good Place. Yes, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Just like a himbo that can beat ass and yeah. Twirl. Oh I my God, that sounds amazing. If he twirls a saber or a staff. That'll be fun. Well, it sounds like they all they all are they all are playing Jedi. Okay. Like those right. those three. Like uh I, I I my favorite like bit of the interviews was like uh the um little interplay between Daphne Keen and the uh I can't remember the actor from Russian Doll's name. Um uh Oh Char Charlie Char Charlie Burnett. Burnett. Charlie Burnett, Charlie Burnett, Burnett yeah. Burnett, yes. But Charlie Burnett, yeah, like that the whole um interaction was just so funny. Like how how he just said, Oh yeah, Daphne broke uh broke a stunt saber. She's like, actually it was three. It was three. I love that. She's like, Well, if you're gonna tell him, it was three, okay. It's just yeah, I mean Daphne Keane, brilliant, brilliant actress as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I've she's only seen yeah. her in Logan, but Logan Yeah, that's the only thing I've seen her in, but she, she also did so cool. 
she also did the show His Dark Materials, and she was very good in that, uh, which also uh, starred briefly um, Bella Ramsey from uh, The Last of Us Ooh, and Game of Thrones. Them. Yeah, but like, uh, I'm really excited to see like this cast, like, because it's a really, it's a really varied cast of like really brilliant uh, actors, both experienced and up and comers, and you've got this really really interesting premise of like dark siders infiltrating yes. the jedi and it, and exploring the like degradation of like this this golden era of the jedi order from like how it went from that to the more compromised version we see in the prequels which is just a really cool idea hmm. to explore exactly. for sure. and I, think... I love that we're getting like a mystery thriller like in yeah. star wars yes Please. i love that it's bridging together an era that is told in publishing in an era that is like what most people will relate to star wars like yeah, you know exactly. this is like episode one like come on dude like we're we're seeing how the jedi have gotten to that place and that story is just going to be one for the books dude i'm I begging charles soul not to kill off the blade of bardota so that uh, so that <laughs> porter that. and gal i understood that reference <laughs> <laughs> i read that book <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I like it's probably my favorite thing from phase two. Poor Arangel, he's he's climbed up my list of favorite High Republic characters. He's just he's just awesome. I love him. He is. And I just I'd love to see him like make an appearance. I had like my fan cast for him was weirdly Nick Offerman. I because th- mainly because I just <laughs> I, I could Nick see Nick Offerman. <laughs> I could see Nick Offerman as like this real Jedi you have. <laughs> I broke the lightsaber. It burned my hand, so I punched it. <laughs> I just again like this this cat also. Carrie Ann Moss in Star Wars, like, come on now. Like, what a w, yes. dude. Like, come <laughs> on now. Like, this this show is going to rule. I, this show is going to absolutely, like, just crush it for, for sure. It yeah. looks so good. Like, again, just I only give, saw about 40 seconds of that shaky cam convention footage. Uh, but yeah. Leslie, please give me a vector just, in live action. Come on. Please. I love that. You're <laughs> telling me you aired it twice and no one got the full trip. Someone's on, lying. Bro. Someone has the trailer and they don't want. Someone's like, my trailer, precious. I shall yeah. hang on to it. I shall hang on to it, precious. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm so over the moon for this show, and and the fact that it's coming in in 2024 That's is gonna just be a year. It's Ooh, it's gonna Andor, be a year as well. A- Andor, Acolyte, yeah. final season of Bad Batch, and that's just what we know so far. Oh. Like it's gonna oh, be no, the Bad Batch, the Bad Batch. Um, Mo, I know you have to leave fairly soon, so if there's anything else that you want to talk about real quick that we can transition to before you have to dip, we oh can touch God. on that now. I feel like my brain is just mush right now. Like, <laughs> <You got laughs> like the celebration. I another feeling. So much happened. I, We're I, all just dead, know. and we weren't even there. Like, oh. and we didn't even have to see how crowded <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. or anything like that. Um, uh, I'm just, again, oh, it's putting I, out news. I can't, I can't, yeah. Remember I mean, we had Skeleton Crew, which again, I, I know you that said you didn't see the footage. You know, it does I didn't look interesting. See the footage, but I feel like that one kind of came out of left field for me, like hearing the synopsis of it. I was yeah. like, oh, this is that's still this <laughs> okay. year, and like we haven't, I think still so. haven't seen that much. Yeah, yeah. I it. think it'll so. be like end of the year, maybe like. Probably. November, yeah. December. And then we know that Jude Law is uh, Force-sensitive now. And then yeah. we also yeah. know that uh, Carrie Condon, who was in Banshees of Inisherin, is in this series. And she was tremendous in that movie. So I am. I think that's such a Friday. win for Star Wars. 
Like, yeah. yeah, I forgot. Also, That's Friday too. Yeah. Oh my exactly. god. And also Vane apparently makes an appearance in the tra trailer. So I uh, you know we we theorized about mm, him showing up. Yeah, no. <laughs> a, a vast Mandalorian. He can go. He can go. <laughs> um but then we had Bad Batch. Wait, does Skeleton uh, which, Crew take place before Mando? It's during we don't know. We know it's okay. in this Mandoverse timeline. I don't you know, think they've said I absolutely love Gorian Shard. I'm obsessed with that little pirate guy, and I would love yeah. to see him in Skeleton Crew. I feel like he'd be that really would be good amazing if it's before season three. Yeah, have him be Which the main villain. Apparently, so two cool. years yeah. hap are you know taking place between season two and three, so it could happen in yeah. between there. There you go, there you go. Um, but no, I, again, I, I've talked about how I'm championing the show and, and the the list of directors they have. It, it yeah. looks like the Daniels. The Daniels? Are oh my Daniels. god. <laughs> Of course, we've got Bryce, so we know there's going to be at Someone... least one peak episode in this show. I've been obsessed John with everything Watts. everywhere. I've been obsessed with everything everywhere all at once, like since it came out, and I just love the thought Fantastic of the Daniels getting movie. to play with Star Wars and that aesthetic. It's just that's that's yeah. just going to rule. And then I, I just love, first of all, coming of age adventure in Star Wars, right up my alley. Number two, one of the kids is apparently uh, Max Rebo's species, so that is. Ooh. Enough no. right there. Too. Are we gonna no. see how they walk? That's what I saw in the trailer. <laughs> oh my god. It's a little blue elephant guy. Are we gonna see how so, they like move along and stuff? I'm getting I hope so. We as a fandom need to get ready to defend that little guy and just like oh, you yeah. know, just That's demand that guy. he's safe. Yeah. I mean he's we can star, talk about Nub's capitalism all you want, but like it's when skeleton crew <laughs> comes out, Nubs. it's like we gotta take you Nubs. Oh, that looks so it sure looks so cute. It sure looks so adorable. May fourth, I will be waking up watching star wars and going to sleep that is you know that what? sounds like <laughs> before what I my go, day is gonna we, be if we don't get the making of andor season one on Where may 4th Where i will riot i will fly to san francisco <laughs> and i'm going to riot at lucasfilm did tony gilroy just say no get those because, cameras out of my face like, like you can't tell me that you have footage already for season two nicely boxed in a little trailer for celebration and you don't have the making of season one ready like you did a really? panel on it. Exactly. You had slides up. I know you got it. So just tell me you're going to release it so that I can act accordingly, right? What was your reaction to seeing Diego Luna again? Uh, I cried. Yeah. Every time Diego Luna comes on my screen, I just adore the guy. Didn't like, you say it, you met him at the Andor I did. premiere? I did meet him at the Andor premiere. Oh, and that's like, awesome. The thing is, like, you know how like people are like, they love representation and seeing themselves in characters like Cassian Andor, Diego Luna is literally a light-skinned Mexican. Like he's literally me. So every no. time I see him, it's it's just like the the best day of my life. And I did meet no. him at the Andor premiere and we talked oh, a bit so in good. Spanish and it was great. That's a um, love and he that. did and he signed my Andor poster and it's on my wall. Oh he did. That's amazing. <sighs> That's so good. Oh yeah well, I, I, he's such a nice guy. Like the only thing I'll say is that I just want him to meet Jabba. He needs to touch <laughs> I know. Jabba's skin. I feel on. like we've we've clowned that joke so much that he's he's like, it's fine, guys. I don't have to. But it's like, no, let him do it. It's it like, doesn't even need to be on screen. Just let him yeah. go into the, yeah. into the archives of Lucasfilm and touch Jabba. I also just love that Andy Circus was there. Like I yeah. like they recognized how yeah. big the prison arc was you know, for season like, one. I feel like watching the live stream of it, like 
there was so much crowd reaction, obviously to Hayden, because like, you know, give the man his flowers to Ewan. But I feel like the next that got all the, the hype was Andor. Like Diego Luna and Tony Gilroy, when they came out, like it was hype as hell. Like I wanted to be in that room so bad. It's I think sad. they made a really good choice starting off the studio showcase with Andor because it's like, all right, we're going to go with yeah what we know is going to get a huge reaction. Uh, and I just, again, that Friday, like that was like, I can't think of the last time I was happier. As a I Star woke Wars up, fan. listen, I woke up late and I was just bombarded with Star Wars news. I was like, I don't, <laughs> what is happening? It's like, what is going on? Daisy, Daisy Ridley, what? <laughs> like, What's alarm. happening? What's going on? <laughs> um, But yeah, I know you have to go. So yeah, we're going to have to say goodbye to Mo uh, fairly early before we wrap up ourselves. But uh, thank you for coming back on again. It, it's been thank a minute. So. Hopefully we can have you on more uh, in the future. Where can yeah. everyone find you before you have to leave? Um, you know, I'm going to be on for the Sagarera arc. For oh, Wars, for oh 100%. I, Absolutely. You know, that's my guy. And Stila, my beloved, gone too soon. But too soon. Um, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be on here for that for sure whenever that happens for you guys. And you can find me on Twitter at Jin My Stardust. All right, perfect. It was lovely talking to you again. So and, nice uh, to you, Yeah. Get some rest. We're all we're all drained. I'm having an early night tonight. I'm <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Five a.m. most yeah. days. We can't. <laughs> no, that's mm, no. We cannot. All right. Bye, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye. All right. So it was great having Mo back on again, but we still have some more stuff we need to talk about. Just a uh, few things. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few things. Uh, <laughs> so Bad Batch season three. Uh, we know it's gonna be. The last one, which hurts. I yeah. still have not had uh, a f like the chance to go back and watch the full panel or even look at many of the notes. But I, I do know some of the stuff that they teased for the third season. Um, first of all, some scenes with Crosshair and Omega, which was one of the things that I said during our season two finale that I am really looking forward to is getting to see the two of them work off of each other a lot in this season. Uh, considering that season one was mainly like Omega with Hunter and, and Wrecker. And then season two, we had a lot of Echo and tech scenes. So now Crosshair is going to get that in the third season, uh, really building towards Tantus being a big location in the season and how much uh, the batch are desperate to find her, which again, I think is, is a great choice for their, their their journey and and the, and the fact that it's going to be the last season. I mean, it's got to be huge, right? And yeah. and I like that they said twenty twenty four, so we don't have to wait that long. Yeah. But I'm still gonna. I feel like it should be early twenty twenty four, most likely. Hope so. I would hope so. Yeah, for sure. Um, as long as it, I mean, it'd be great if it didn't overlap with another show because I I loved having it on in addition to Mando, but like, yeah, it, it is a shame that it, it was getting uh, somewhat having to compete for oxygen and air with like uh, the Mando episodes. Although I think it did a very good job uh, with, with the, that batch of episodes that ran with yes, Mando. It did. But yes, it I, did. I'm, I'm excited to see where this is going. I feel like we're definitely going to see more of the Zillow beast for sure. Uh, yeah. We know from the trailers that we're going to see Fennec Shand again. So Fennec's maybe back, Palpatine's maybe, back. Palpatine's back. Wolf is finally Wolf making an appearance. Finally, 
we're finally uh, going to see we're finally going to see the trio complete, which is both awesome and a little concerning, given where they end up in Rebels. But um, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of exciting possibilities for where this is going. I I presume based on what we're hearing of the footage that we will see Omega uh, Tantis for a reasonable amount of time. Like like I presume she'll be there just for a, for a bit, not all of the season but for maybe if not half of it then a quarter maybe and maybe the batch like get her out fairly early on and then the rest of it is them trying to get away from the empire's influence uh yeah. given how uh. integral she has become to their to their plans and dr hemlock's plans um but there's this yeah it's a lot of potential it's sad that this is the last season which makes me a little concerned for both wrecker and hunter given how we have yeah. now lost and crosshair as well given how we have now lost uh tech seemingly although there's plenty of room for him to show up again but yeah uh this they also mentioned though that like this is the last this is this is the last th th this will close out this chapter of the story and that makes me think that maybe they're going to do with the Bad Batch what they did with the Clone Wars, and they are, in fact, setting up another show to continue on from the Bad Batch. Like, maybe because they've been setting up a clone resistance of sorts with Rex and Echo and also, like, all these other clones, which apparently Fireball is a Legends clone. They've, I, I think they might have lifted him from Legends. Thank you, Alex from Star Wars Explained, for that one. But uh, that would be a that would be an interesting uh, way to pivot to it. I mean, I assumed that this was going to be like they were just going to fully get on board with the clone uprising in the third season. But from the sounds of the trailer, it sounds like Hunter and Wrecker are kind of striking out on their own, which is like, you know, God damn it, Hunter. You know, why don't you want to work with Rex? Like Rex is Rex is cool. Like, why do you want to why do you want to keep being a loner, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I assume because we've been saying this clone resistance is going to happen for what, like two seasons now. So like it has to happen this season. Like, exactly. They have to do it. And I, I agree with you that there is definitely some jumping off points to where if you want to do a clone resistance or if you want to do something focusing on maybe Rio Chuchi or, or, or a character like that, you could definitely do that. I, I do like that. They're pretty much saying that hey, these animated shows aren't going anywhere. So we know we're going to get more after Bad Batch, which I really love. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. Uh, nothing about Cody, as far as I'm aware, in in this trailer or the, the footage that hope, they showed. Gives me hope that they're saving him for something Kenobi-related. Yeah, I, he, I hope he's still back in a way. But we'll, we'll see there. Um and then I'm just again that that twist of Emery Carr being a clone. I can't wait to see where they go with that. I think yeah, that's like, be really great. I, and then I Hemlock see... being the main villain for a full season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just absolutely. Yes. Well, the thing about uh, Emery Carr that's interesting is just like her actress as well. Like I didn't know, I didn't realize that I completely it had completely gone by me that the actress had not only been in episode three as like the Queen of Naboo. But she was also in Game of Thrones. She was one of the Sand Snakes. And, you know, looking at her, I, I just, I I get the feeling that they have chosen her specifically to play Omega in live action going forward. Because, like, she looks so much like an older version of, like, she, like there's a there's a weird kind of similarity between her and Tamir Morrison. And also the, the just between her and, like, what you would imagine an older version of Omega to look like. So... It would just be very. I. It makes me wonder if Omega is gonna like be moved into the live action shows, and that's why Bad Batch is gonna wrap up its third season. 
I mean, I it's wrap very up with this the season. Yeah, I I could see I, it. I could see I could her see, like it would be really cool if saying like Mando season four or, or whatever the next project would be uh, leading into the Mandoverse film. If we do get to see Omega introduced uh, and and finally get the interaction with her and Boba Fett that I think oh, a lot I would of people have been waiting for of hey that would be so cool you. Omega, uh, come on, we got to exactly. see exactly. But again, I I'm very excited for season three, especially after the way season two ended. You you needed to have something there because I was a bit worried. I think some of us were with just the way that the season was marketed. That yeah, there wasn't gonna be a season three, especially but, after what happened with Resistance, right? Yeah, because that, but, that just so suddenly just got said, us. Oh, hey, it's the yeah. final season. It's yeah. the last one, like two weeks before the season came out. Uh, and again, as I've stated, I, I was at that season two panel. There was no talk of it being the end, not even hinted at. So for it to happen like that, and, and the fact that we got this full panel for the uh, Bad Batch season two, and then to be like, okay, there's going to be some footage for like, okay, it's got to be season three. And then they say it's coming back. So I'm very excited. What we also know is coming back is Tales of the Jedi. Because uh, yes. that got kind of lost. I don't remember if it was announced during the Ahsoka or the Clone Wars 15th anniversary panel. I think it was the 15th anniversary panel. That rings a bell, yeah, for sure. But Which is just really interesting. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Well, it's exciting uh, because you can just, there's so many different like avenues you can speculate because maybe they're going to like, they'll expand the episode count to encompass more than just two Jedi, which would be like really interesting to, to do. I, I did post like a theory on Twitter that like, I think I know what one of the stories is going to be. And that's going to be the first meeting between Ahsoka and Luke. Because uh, like, it just makes so much sense to have that be in animation because you, you know, like, as much as I've kind of enjoyed the seeing the technology with uh, the 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 de aging technology that they've used for for Luke in the live action shows, it is still quite limited, and there's only so much you can get from that kind of performance where you're you're mo modulating the voices and uh, CGIing the face. So, like, if you're doing it in animation, you you would get to have a more kind of like emotionally express emo emotionally driven performance from Luke. Uh, and it would be a more, it would be, I think, because Dave Filoni, there's a quote from him saying about how uh, he he has the story for how they met. He hasn't, and he said, oh, I've not figured out the, the, the avenue through which to tell it, but I think you guys would like it. It's a good story. And that makes me think, well, if they're doing a season two of Tales of the Jedi, that's just the perfect uh, way to, ha to show the meeting between Ahsoka and Luke. And hey, it's the perfect reason to get people to watch it. Like, oh, hey. Do you want to know how Ahsoka and Luke met? Watch season two of Tales of the Jedi. Like, you know, that would just be really cool. Yeah. Do you have like... Uh, do I don't know. Picks? I... I think if they were to do some type of Dark Disciple adaptation and do Ventress and Quinlan, that would be really sweet. Uh, but again, I'm so glad that we have a season two because... As I mentioned when we did our, our recaps ages ago when we had uh, David on from the Star Wars Historian show, I, I, I brought up how I loved the concept of the series, but I felt like if it was just going to be these six episodes and just these two characters, it was a real big missed opportunity. So now that oh, we're getting sure. more, I am so excited to see all of uh, all these potential ideas, and hopefully it's yeah. more than six this time. Hopefully we get... 
a couple characters they focus on or maybe this time it's not just you know three ahsoka three dooku it's like oh there's one short per jedi yeah uh i would uh, love Luffy is right Paris there is right there she's I'm right there like i am shocked absolutely shocked that we got nothing about barris in the ahsoka panel there is and that I, inquisitor we we, we actually failed to mention the inquisitor i mean the one that think people it's are the, thinking it's the eighth brother but, but we've seen the picture of that inquisitor and uh that that inquisitor has a female st stunt double which makes me think if it's Barris, given that it could be Barris, like it could be Barris, that would the be interesting. Fact, I mean, the fact that we have Thrawn and then also the two new Dark Force users, I think I would be a little bit. And then we also have uh, Morgan Elsbeth coming back too. I think I would be a bit worried that Barris would get lost in that story. Yeah. Um. That's why so, I just don't think Luke is going to be in the Ahsoka show, and and why no, it would make more so. sense to. Especially if you're going to have that big Hayden moment, like yeah. don't put Luke in Ahsoka. Um, well, there's the rumors, isn't there, that they're going to recreate the Malakor fight uh, between Ahsoka Ooh. and Vader, which, you know, like I, I was resistant to it at first, but honestly, it would slap if they do it right. And just to like have Ahsoka squaring off against Vader again, well, just to recreate that because that fight was yeah. so incredible. And then I got to assume because it's in the Mandoverse, we're going to have at least some appearance from Din Djarin during the season so uh probably during the because they said that i know the rumor was that there would be some time jumping that we've talked about i don't know if they brought that up in the trailer or not or during the I panel or not that's where but, i think the inquisitor factors into it though because uh my assumption when they said that there was gonna be a time jump was that the first that a chunk of the series would then be focusing on ahsoka during the original trilogy because we still don't know what she was doing during that period like why she didn't reconnect with the ghost crew or the rebellion or like any of that why she didn't meet up with luke and leia and han there has to be kind of an explanation for that and i'm sure dave filoni has thought of it so maybe this is what the part of the series will answer like oh what was she doing during that period because they did devote like a a big chunk of the book of Boba Fett to answering like, oh, what was he doing between uh, Return of the Jedi and the Mandalorian? Uh, what, how did he get out of the Sarlacc and all, all that kind of stuff? So I, I think maybe that's where the Inquisitor duel could factor in. Like she's dueling the Inquisitor like during the events of the original trilogy, or maybe even that's how Balan Skull and uh, Shin factor into it because they they are pursuing her and she can't get involved with the rebels because she's too busy having to stay alive. Uh, getting away from them. I mean, her demeanor in Mando doesn't really kind of fit that though. Like she seems, she seems kind of like, she doesn't seem like antsy or like she has to stay moving or anything because she's just going out of her way to help people. So yeah, no. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as for other characters, I'd love to see if we, if we are going in multiple different areas, uh, I think it would be a really cool opportunity to have our first older public story in season two, do something there. That would be really sweet. Uh, it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be Revan. It can be any character. Uh um I just spitballing here. I mean Ray and Finn were my were my big choice when we did our recap, but now that Daisy's back, I feel like they're they're definitely gonna save that for yeah. new Jedi Order. So I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch that for now, but I can still say young Ben Solo. I can still say that. Uh Luke Ayla and Sakura young Ben Solo for, would be good, yeah. yeah. Ala Sakura for for my boy Connor. Um and then uh, what if if you can tell the Satine and Obi Wan story and do a Qui Gon and Obi Wan thing? Give me that. Oh, Andrew, don't give me hope. Don't give me hope, man. <laughs> don't give me hope that we're gonna see that. 
<laughs> I would I would eat that up for sure. That would be that would be brilliant. Yeah. I like that actually makes a lot of sense. You you do that as like an arc. And you know, also what you said about young Ben Solo, that's that's a good arc for Luke. You've got like an episode of him meeting Ahsoka, maybe an episode that bridges that with hit like you could have a three arc struct a three episode structure of Luke I got one more. his Jedi Order. One yeah, more. Yeah, go on. Jedi Leia. End of story. Get Shelby Jedi Leia. Closer. Jedi Leia with with uh ghost obi-wan boom done boom so much i mean there's so much because we know there. that she's spoken to his force ghost so exactly. there you go uh so yeah i've written tales of the jedi season two for you right now uh dave you don't even need to worry about it we don't know when that's coming out we just know it's confirmed so that's probably going to be uh 2024 if i had to guess as well because we're stacked this year. We're, uh, we are stacked indeed. Mando's got two more weeks, and then we have Young Jedi Adventures, I think, starts. I mean, I don't know if all of them are coming out, but it starts. And then Visions drops May 4th, and then a bit of a break, and then we have Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. So it, we're still going to be very busy. Um, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll have a little bit of a break from, like, oh, end of April to August. We, we can just focus on Clone Wars, but we'll at least have some more stuff to do. Uh, in the in the background, um, uh, I'm just trying to think of what else we can talk about. The publishing panel. I'm shocked we didn't get many book announcements. Uh, yeah, we we a lot of it was focused. I know the Kira book got some talk. I know the um, from a certain point of view got some discussion, but a lot of them were just like those like compilation like encyclopedia books. I know they're doing a Secrets of the Wookiees, which looks really fun. Uh, I love that, that's the, gonna be uh, one I can't wait to get. I love that. Uh, the, uh, so yeah, Kristen Baver is also like writing a size noodle story for from a certain point of view, which is just I I just love like like mainly because you know I follow Tori Fox on Twitter and she's such a size noodles fan and like that tweet of her just like meeting Kristen Baver and learning about that is just it yeah it's just it's heartwarming it was so like that's one of the things i've, I've taken away from this celebration it, there was just so many heartwarming moments of people engaging with the fandom and being so moved by the love and support that uh the star wars fans were like we're sending out to them like you know like we we've that we've joked about how like aloof um tony gilroy is uh often like how he says he's not a fan but even he was getting like moved by all the love and and ad adulation like the Star Wars fans were like were, were showing and it's like it's it's such a heartwarming thing because as we've said before like you know this fandom like, like the the so-called the so-called fandom has been like known for like you know causing discord and like uh having r ridiculous expectations and and you know um being incredibly unwelcoming to certain people I both in front of and behind the camera. Uh, and obviously those people, you know, that it's like you and said, you know, they're not Star Wars fans. You, you're going to behave like that. You are not a Star Wars fan, but it's created such this negative image of, of the fandom and just the idea of it in general. And it's, it's, it's all I can, I could understand if that can often be enough to like burn you out a little bit on the experience and just the experience of engaging and talking about Star Wars. And so, yeah, it's just such a lovely thing to to see so many people just be moved uh, by this and actually and and get to experience firsthand that you know actually it's uh, again I'm going to quote again uh, there are more of us there uh, it's yeah. like uh, it's like Zori Bliss says they 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 win by making you think you're alone but there are more of us there are there there are so many people who are just willing to who would just want to engage with them who want to engage with the material and who have who have love and respect for the people involved with it. 
And it's just, it was, yeah, it was a lovely thing to see. Hayden yeah. uh, also got emotional and also Leslie Headland, like, you know, she said Star Wars saved my life. And like that just absolutely just touched touched me as like a fan because it's just such a, it just shows how much these people, how passionate all these people are. And it's just lovely to see that get recognized. Definitely, definitely. I'm stopping for breath now. <laughs> yeah, I was just real quickly looking at the uh, the cast for the Vision shorts because there was someone in the in the trailer that sounded like Florence Pugh, and I was like, "There's no fucking way!" Like I would have heard about this already. Someone would have it's tagged not... me. Well, it's they not... had like an all star cast. Yeah, yeah they had. No, sure, I know David Diggs is in one of them, so oh, I just nice. want, so it's it's great to have him back. He was a he had a role in uh, Resistance season two. Oh, he was nice. like a Resistance spy character in a couple episodes. So I'm glad to have him back. Kind of like how Christopher Sean was in the Village Bride last season. But again, I'm so excited for that man. Like it, it looks so, so good. good. Like the Arden so one, I just love the Arden one. The Arden one. And when they showed the picture, can I just say when they had the picture uh, and I spotted the little robot with the that you put the coins in from the from wallace and gromit a grand day out i like was just i just my mind exploded because i was like oh my god like we, what we were cool, wondering it's what like are they great, gonna have like are they gonna have like the, space space drama in there in the background it's just so good yeah like like just okay if they have a droid gromit just like knitting in the corner that will complete my experience and it will be the the it will be far and away my favorite of the thing, but this uh, of the series. But there is like so much good stuff here, mm -hmm. like the the Wolf Walkers, the Wolf. Where's Antilles? Dennis Lawson is involved here. How cool is yeah. that? Like you and you and tempted him back into Star Wars, and was just like you know your uncle Dennis. You've got to. I, I can't do you you in Scottish <laughs> accent, but like I'm not even going to try. I don't want to insult him, but uh, you know, like he must have just like you know just called his uncle and just said oh you gotta come back you know if i can come back and do obi-wan surely you've got to like come and do some more stuff as wedge surely mm -hmm. i'm yeah just, there's I'm also so the wolf excited. walkers the wolf walkers uh the 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 episode by the wolf walkers team as well just looks amazing uh the animation like it just looks breathtaking there's just there's just so much good stuff here and I love that we like as we discussed before about like the fact that they've opened up the the genres of animation here. You're really getting to see such a great vibrancy of like and and variety of creativity and just like visual splendor. That I just it's going to be a visual treat for the eyes when that when that series debuts. I 100% agree with you. I'm very much looking forward to it, uh, and it's going to be a great. May the fourth gift because I can't tell you how much I loved the first volume of Visions. So to get a second one, cannot so wait. Good. And all the different styles, all the different because I was I was a little adamant about it not just being uh, anime studios this time because I was like, oh man, I really wanted to see a continuation of some of those stories. But I'm completely, I've done a 180. It looks great. We're gonna get so many different cultures represented. As Mo said, the just the how excited she was for the Chilean studio, like it's gonna be great, and I I, I can't fucking wait for it. Um, <laughs> speaking of things I can't wait for, we of course got our announcement of next celebration, uh, and it's not what we were expecting. <laughs> um, Japan. Yeah. So we knew we knew it was gonna be till twenty twenty five. Japan. Yeah, Tokyo. Um, cool. I think it's awesome for uh, them. I oh, think it's so, gonna, I'm I think so... it's going to be so 
cool of an experience uh, for everyone there. Because uh, I they've done one Tokyo celebration before, but I oh. believe they did it. I, I'm I'm just gonna look it up to make sure, but I believe they did it the same year or like right after they did one in the states. So for it to be like the full on, yeah. So they did a celebration Japan in 2008, uh, which was right after right after they did one in Europe and then the next one was in Orlando. So it's cool that they're going back after what is that? Like almost 15 years, 2025. It's going to yeah. be really sweet. Uh I think it's going to be uh an amazing uh, sorry, convention. I'm just bummed, man. Like cuz I'm I'm telling you like I'm going to try to go. I'm going to because I told me I'm like no matter where it is I'm gonna go is what I said three days ago. I was talking to Jake. I was like I don't fucking care where it is I'm going as long and I think I said and I quote as long as it's not in Japan or something I'm not going. And then what do they fucking announce? Because uh, I woke up this morning and I saw someone's like oh hearing rumors that someone from Read Pop says it's gonna be uh, New York City in 2025. I'm like okay cool I was expecting Orlando because of you know Disney Parks energy, but cool. Japan. Um, awesome. So now it's like, do I want to drop 2000 on f- plane tickets? It, it's going to be a process. Because um, I, I selfishly, I will say that this is probably something I would have said off air, but I'm a little bummed because I have talked with everyone here uh, about my goals and my, my goals I had in mind for the show going into next celebration. I was hoping that by 2025, we would be in a spot where we could eventually have a panel ourselves or could have some type of like press coverage. But I mean, Tokyo is tough. I mean, I think it's going to be, again, I, this is nothing against the people that are going to be able to experience oh, this. Cause I'm so happy for everyone there. Experience. Yeah. yeah it's like be everyone awesome. there it's is just like, be amazing for them. Ooh, it's like now I feel like you're 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 starting to feel like how everyone else in the world feels when like they're always in the states and then <laughs> you get two in a row that aren't and you're just like oh my god, uh, but it's gonna be tough for for everyone now, which is why we're like okay, they gotta make streaming more accessible this time, especially yeah. if it's in Tokyo uh, in Japan. I, I don't agree. Think it's in Tokyo. I think it's in Japan. I don't think they've said where it is. Uh, but you got to make the streaming more accessible because the same issues we had with Celebration last year were uh, uh, on display this year. Yeah, uh, like a lot of the big panels, like, big like panels the Ahsoka panel. Streamed. Yeah, like the sh- studio showcase and the Ahsoka panel weren't streamed to people, which was a shame, really, because you know, like they also they they streamed the Obi Wan panel and the Bad Batch panel and some others, and it's it's just a shame that they weren't consistent all the way through because, like, mm-hmm. you know. We, we were learning the stuff anyway, and as we've seen, you know, like, the images of, like, the extra shots we got, like, like Sabine with Ezra's lightsaber, Thrawn, the, the actual first look at um, uh, Lars Mikkelsen as Thrawn, you know, that all just winds up on the internet anyway, so it, it's... I thought, it's arguably I thought that Thrawn was a fake. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a Photoshop of Elon Musk. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh, do but, not. Do not associate me with that man. 
please don't. No, <laughs> you have every right to, to say that. Uh, I think like no. one last thing we're going to say is about the movies as well. Like, like the, about yes. um, the kind of projects that Kathleen Kennedy talked about, because she went on to say in interviews uh, while, while at Celebration, what projects were in fact still on board because like she, she said about the Obi-Wan show that they were open to maybe doing a season two down the line, but she also confirmed that she still wants to do Rogue Squadron. Uh, she said that also apparently the Lando show is still on. Like we've heard next to nothing about that since 2020, but apparently they still want to do that, uh, which which I would love. Like we, I feel like, you know, you've, you're, you are sitting on like a really awesome show that you've got Donald Glover, Billy D. Williams potentially could be involved. Yep. Like, you know, just you just got to do it. Like, I, I would just... Glover said earlier, I think earlier in the week, that, he, like, he wants to do it. It's just he's still having the conversations. So yeah. I'm hyped. Uh, I, I hope we do get a more, like, a newly realized Rogue Squadron in some form. Yeah. It would be a perfect opportunity to bring Poe back before yeah. uh, the like Jedi she Order about... stuff. She said about doing it as a series, but I would very much doubt that it, if it gets made, it's as a series. I think the, I would, I think the premise is very much built yeah, for film. Really. Think, as, much, as cool as the dogfights have been in the live action shows, I feel like you, you'd want to have the full budget of a li- of a film yeah, to like. I, really... I agree, and I think if they don't want to do it in theaters, then put it on Disney Plus. Um, we were we were talking about it with the Mandoverse thing, but I, I think I mean, that would be a great thing to bring people to the service. If you uh, like Top Gun Maverick, though, wouldn't it? It's I know, like, you know exactly. Cleaned out the box office. So, like, exactly. why wouldn't you want to do that but a Star Wars movie? You know, like, Poe Dameron's, po Dameron's pretty much, like, he could be a Maverick figure, basically. Well, he is pr- practically a Maverick figure. I, I couldn't tell you why you wouldn't want to do that. But um, <laughs> for... I, you, again, wouldn't wanna, for... you wouldn't want to kill him off that way. For sure. No, 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 no. You definitely wouldn't want to kill him off in the first 10 minutes of The Force Awakens or anything like Oof. that um thanks for that one uh thank you oscar for changing that one but my being so awesome i know really they're like oh we can't kill this guy and then boom there you go use two it's oscar freaking isaac didn't stop them from killing uh max von cedo in the first two minutes of the movie but it's okay uh i just always love that like uh his character um has so become so retroactively important to the Star Wars timeline, and he's only in the movie for like 10 especially because of the High Republic, and you got the Santa yeah, as like a like huge I, like exactly. Family. Like I I read that in Light of the Jedi, and my thought was, this is so much. This is like this is so typically Star Wars that you can give so much like weight and importance to a character that literally got killed off at the start of the film. <laughs> it's I know just, it's a I it's mean, a gift well, of the again, series. Obi Wan Kenobi died in the first star wars project ever and he's still kicking to this day so you love the power of the power of the franchise my one last piece on celebration 2025 while i am still grieving is it'll all (laughs) depend for me on how many of my friends are going because if if i see a bunch of them are going to try to get tickets i'm going to at least say fuck it and try um whether or not i actually end up going or not and if it's not like a repeat of anaheim where i had tickets and had to sell them because I couldn't go. We'll see. Uh, but see, two now years, we're both kindred spirits in that regard. There, exactly. Dude, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't sell tickets, but like, yeah, it's it's basically this. It's essentially the same. I know you, you had <laughs> the golden opportunity and couldn't <laughs> go. And God damn boom. it! Oh, but see you st- in Japan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, this. I mean, I I did hear some some 
not so great stories. And, and this is something I, I do want to ask when we eventually have people that were at the convention on the show. I, I heard some not great stories about the way it was the, the convention was organized this year, specifically oh, the fact no. that the convention center was uh, not as big as you probably needed for uh, a convention of, of this manner. A lot of crowding on the show floor is what I heard, but uh, it, it just seemed like a wonderful time. And again, I've been to two celebrations before at the fact that it might be seven years until between my second and my third one is, is, is very distressing, but it's okay. Uh, it, it's, it's something I recommend every star Wars fan does at least once in their life is go to one of these because even just taking the panels out of it, like the two I went to, I didn't get to go to that many, but the experience is great. And this was before I even had this access to this community uh, in in this way uh, where I have so many different friends in this community that I would potentially be able to meet, uh, which was not an opportunity I had beforehand. It's a really cool thing. And I uh, hope everyone gets to experience once in their life. And uh, if not, they at least get to enjoy uh, the news announcements like all of us, because again, Daisy freaking Ridley is back. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley is back, and so is David Tennant. And that's just that rules. That rules. Yeah. Um like, like, like my my weekend was basically set after those two, after the studio showcase. I was like, I'm happy. They could yeah. do whatever they want. They could say they were giving Mieber Gascon his own show. They could say they were giving Pong Krell his own show. And I'd be like, Yeah, fine. I'm, I'm bring I'm Ron good. Pearl back as uh Garnett <laughs> and uh just <laughs> Make have him be a skeleton <laughs> we love, or he he lives the time of the acolyte. Who knows? Farting um, Trandoshan, a Star Wars that's story. Need. That's what we need in life. Um, it's like, and I'd be like, uh, yeah, and I'd be like, I'm set. I'm good. I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got. Literally, what I came like, for. if it ended, if the entire thing was just that studio showcase panel, I would have been fine. I would have been like, okay, oh. I got what I needed because I was literally on a high uh, as a fan that I haven't had. In a while, the future of this world looks very, very bright. Uh, A lot of new stuff, which I'm just so excited for. And we finally have a clue of when we'll have Star Wars on the big screen again. Because we know something's coming in 2025. We don't know which of the three. I I think it's safe to say it's not uh, Filoni's. Uh, so I it's think probably it's... gonna be either Mangold's or the new Jedi Order, but probably I, I think he'll be the last because that's the most far along in production as yeah. far as we know. And it's the uh, 10th so... anniversary of the Force, of the Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah. Right. So it just, that's it just another reason sense. I'm so bummed that I more than likely won't be able to go to celebration, is because it's the 10th anniversary of Force Awakens, it's the 20th anniversary of Revenge of the Sith, so you know it's gonna be massive, and then the same release year of presumably. Exactly. This movie, which is, might be enough to get me to go, anyways, but well, like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> well, well see. and also, she she said like Kathleen Kennedy that like the script she expects the script by Stephen Knight to be done like within like a few weeks, I think. So like that to me suggests that he really is just there Can start to production punch, to just punch it up a little bit uh, because they it's mostly done, but they just need him to like streamline it and punch it up a little bit uh for, to their liking so that to me suggests they're gonna like they're really gonna barrel ahead with it and also mangold's still got dial of destiny to like to market like to have yeah. that come out and he's he's gotta let you know he's, he's gonna need time to just sort of like uh get that out of his system before he then moves on to telling like a dawn of the jedi story which like 
I just like that's how impressive this this uh, slew of reveals has been for celebration. That James Mangold doing a Dawn of the Jedi film almost feels like not as big of an announcement. And like I that know. dude did that dude did Logan, and that like that would take in, over like a whole weekend. Incredible. But we're like, yeah, we're like, oh yeah, that that's coming too. It's like yeah, like. What? I, like, because he's also got the Swamp Thing film as well that mm-hmm. he's working on for DC with James Gunn. So I feel like that's probably coming next. If I that's guess. probably going to come next uh, since he's becoming increasingly in demand. So I think he does that, and then he do- moves on to the new Jedi or the new Jedi. Sorry, the Dawn of the, Dawn Jedi, of the Jedi stuff, which I, I'm so excited for. We I feel like we didn't touch on that enough. Like that is, I'm really excited for that exploring kind of oh, like that primal so era cool. of Star Wars and drawing on those. Um, those those comics from legends because i've i got a graphic novel and i haven't uh i'm yet to read it but i'm just so fascinated with that era and just like uh all the kind of like more um kind of like i mean you described it as like a biblical epic so that's just like that just sounds incredible um it's honestly what i thought taika's film was going to wind up being but you know taika he's he's still working on his film and that makes his film just even more of an enigma now for me yeah, I'm I'm really wondering like how much they're gonna pull from that legend story, which again I have yet to read, but uh Jake always talks about how much he loves that story. So I'm excited for it a lot. And then again, Dave Filoni getting to finally get his live action uh directorial debut like for a film and Exactly. bring all these shows together it's it's going to be really cool and i didn't even talk about jay filoni cracking up like 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 being emotional like during the clone well. wars like he's, yeah, i know it was such a beautiful me. it's such a beautiful thing you know like people i i know some people can be a bit harsh towards his directorial style sometimes and his however present he is within the fandom but like i just every time i see him it's just so such a fascinating thing so it's just an amazing time to watch him talk about star wars and how much it so clearly means to him and just how ably he has carried george's legacy forward and so clearly taken the lessons that george imparted to him like he is george's padawan learner like and it's just lovely to see yeah also and now he's finally got his moment also like i've got to mention like uh during uh the interview with rosario dawson mary elizabeth winstead and natasha lou bordizzo when they were asked about feloni and they said oh Oh, you know, that guy, he he he's he's so good and he can make he can turn every kind of conversation back to Star Wars. I felt so seen because that's <laughs> like my family just like my family watched that interview with me and my I believe like my mum or my brother, one of them turned to me and was like, Oh, you know, that's <laughs> that reminds us of someone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Oh yeah. But also like it's just yeah, it's just really cool. Also, shout out to Caleb who we had on the show about a month ago. Yes. He's doing a Dave Filoni cosplay for most of the convention. Also a sick yeah. Krennic one today. Shout out to oh, pretty yeah. much everyone on my timeline with the cosplays. You guys were were amazing and shout uh out- Hope to Shout out to Alice uh, from Sky Strikers for getting to meet Rosario Dawson. That's that's amazing, and I'm like super happy for you, Alice. Also, shout out to whoever it was that cosplayed the uh, the Nexu that I saw on the. the there Star was Wars a Nexu. Media. Holy yeah, it looked shit. sweet. And then oh someone did the uh, Death Star pieces that they were building oh in my the prison. God. <laughs> there is there were, okay. My favorite cosplay of Celebration was this lady uh, who I, I think I can't remember if she posed with Kristen Baver or Christina Ariel, but she had this dress that was literally a title crawl. It's just perfection. Ooh. 
it's just brilliant. I'll send you the link, but it's just title crawls coming back too. Title, so... I'm so happy. That's the last thing I'm going to say. The title crawls coming back. It's such an integral part of the Star Wars cinematic experience. And like, I was really worried, like going forward with other movies, like, are we not going to get that? Because that's you know, I've missed that. I'm just, I that is going to like that's always something I love, no matter what Star Wars film I'm watching. When the 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 the, the, the logo just comes in, the John Williams music blasts across the, the the speakers and the the we get the lovely uh text scrolling up. It's just it's yeah, it's perfection. And I and I will always love seeing it. And I love that we're gonna just get more of that going forward. I'm very hyped for it. Uh, but I think that we can uh this will be a good point to wrap things up. We could keep going if we wanted to for another hour because there was so much to talk about, but We've already uh, set our piece. So again, thank you for Mo so, yeah. for for, uh, for for coming on for the first half of the episode. It, it was great to see you again. Uh, make sure you follow her on uh, her social media, uh, and then uh, just if you haven't, we did a uh, every day we did a news recap uh, for uh, what you missed uh, for celebration. I, I've done. As of recording, I've done the first three. I'm going to do day four uh, probably as soon as we finish recording and, and get that out there. Um, so check those out because this is probably going out later in the week. And then obviously we'll have our Mando recap later in the week. And at some point within the next probably week, we will finally get you that Bad Batch season two review, uh, which will be a great time. So Don, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Donovan Mead, uh, where I've tweeted a lot about celebration this this last this past weekend uh, for sure. Uh, a lot of David Tennant related posts and a lot of uh, Ray related posts for sure. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok and Hive under the same handle at Donovan McComish. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram uh, under at Donovan underscore McComish. And as for uh, as for like the creative side, you can find me on uh, along with uh, Connor and Andrew on SWEditorIG.com. Uh, the the site is going through some maintenance at the moment, so you won't be able to visit it for now. I'm I'm I believe it'll be back up soon. But to the long and short of it is, we we write articles related to Star Wars, and we also are involved in SW Editor Fiction as uh, Star Wars Editor Fiction SWEF. Uh, it's a series of uh, short stories and web comics are uh, basically our own fan fiction stories that connect together are joined by like a unified continuity we try to stay within the confines of, of what is considered canon in the star wars galaxy but we also love to like uh, lucasfilm are doing lately lifting and repurposing elements from legends i've written one story that came out in june of last year it's called scars of war uh, it stars a clone trooper named Blister, who five years after the events of Revenge of the Sith encounters a Jedi survivor of Order 66. All right, awesome. Uh, as for myself, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Starlight Andrew. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at For the Repub Pod and on Instagram at For the Republic Pod, where you can check out further updates on when our content's coming out. Again, thank you for tuning in for all of our celebration coverage over the weekend. Uh, stay tuned to what we have coming soon. Uh, our main series, uh, Discussing the Clone Wars, will be returning probably sometime after we can rest after celebration and enjoy uh, the last couple weeks of Mandalorian, and then we'll be right back on the, on the saddle there. So again... Happy celebration, everyone. We'll see you in 2025, but we're not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> until next time, may the force be with you. Always. Always.